Hello everyone, welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I'm your host Cannabis Sativa. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to feel free to hit me up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa. Also feel free to check out our official Twitter account at IC sativa podcasts you can check out and find and subscribe to our podcast on itunes anchor fm stitcher and the google play music store please rate and review us on itunes as rating and reviewing us will help bump up the pod in their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs if you like what we are doing please become a patreon and support us you can you we plan on doing really big things with our humble little projects such as going to trade shows visiting other mmj or recreational states and doing on-field work by supporting us you're able to help us keep the lights on pay rent pay for hosting and equipment and travel and you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash I am Cannabis Sativa podcast slash support. Again, that is www.anchor.fm slash I am Cannabis Sativa podcast slash support. And today's podcast, we are going to be, um, we're going to be reading from a, um, interview from, um, from from a uh, we I, I emailed some um, folks over f- from uh, South Dakota, some activists on uh, who who are sort of plugged into what's going on in South Dakota, and in South Dakota, uh, th- for like a number of years, they've been trying to put medical marijuana on the ballot, and it has failed. I I know that they had tried in. Uh, let me let me. Give me one moment. I'm gonna let, let me try to let me refresh my memory so I get the facts right. I don't. Whenever I'm talking the stuff uh, about stuff with you guys, I like to make sure I have the facts correct. So just give me, bear with me one moment. Well, Dakota ballot medical marijuana. One moment. All right. Okay, so attempts were made between 06 and 2015, it says on Wikipedia. Alright, so yeah, they've been trying since 2006. And, um, it appeared on the ballot in 06 and 2010, they both failed. The first one failed by 52-47, it was pretty close. And then the second one was in 2010 by 63 to 36. But at any rate, um, I, I emailed one of the activists who who's sort of been trying to work to make it legal. Um, his name is Bob Newland. And, um... Okay, so... Let me... So he lobbied... He lobbied for 20 years. He managed five cannabis related ballot campaigns all right so his name is bob newland um i asked him a number of of, of questions um let me 
Let me queue up the questions I asked him and then sync that up to what he answered. Alright. You can tell we're still we're still very much a farm to table podcast. You know, otherwise I'd have like my my teleprompter and all that stuff, and I'd have it all queued up. But I'm just on the fly and rusty with you guys. But we do what we do what it do. All right. So, okay. Just bear with me one more moment while I get those. I get everything all queued up. All right. So my question for him for the first question was that marijuana reform in South Dakota has failed a number of times. What are activists on the ground looking to do differently? What were were the previous failed attempts due to messaging or was it the substance of the measures themselves? And then his first all right, and then the failed and then I'm going to quote him directly. I'm going to quote Bob Newland directly. And he said, The failed attempts were due to the lies promulgated by fucking politicians for the previous three quarters of a century and the lies promulgated by the fucking preachers who, who, who warped their interpretations of scripture and whose warped interpretations were accepted by the religious morons, morons of South Dakota. And then... uh my second question to him was, all right, so home grow, is home grow and whole plant cannabis going to be a component of future medicinal, medical cannabis measures in the state? All right, and then the second, his second response, um, so South Dakota <laughs> will maintain his gap tooth policies until 48, 49 other states follow. National national policies and le- legalize. It will continue to enforce its barbaric laws until it quits doing so. And then, who knows? One okay. And then the third question. I should probably leave you with that. All right. So what will concessions like banning smokable cannabis? be considered to ensure the passage of of the measure and to allay the concerns of skeptics in South Dakota and then he says who knows one thing I'm sure of is South Dakota politicians will not act based on facts and evidence thereof and then my next question was my next question was, uh, I think four, four questions in. What can surrounding states like Nebraska, who are, who's, who's currently undergoing an effort to put medical marijuana on the ballot, or Kansas learn from South Dakota's past and current attempts? And then nothing of, and then his, his answer was nothing of value can be learned from South Dakota's political failures and successes. South Dakota politicians are stone stupid. (laughs) And then fifth question, um, is North Dakota's unfortunately failed attempt at recreational legalization, putting outside pressure on South Dakota to implement medical marijuana or decrim? And then 
then my his his response to that is uh North Dakota's failure to legalize last fall means nothing in the long run. And then and then the final question I I had asked him is is there a lot of demand for medical marijuana in general? And then his his response is all cannabis is medical, like Dennis Perron once said. No one no one uses a psychotropic substance to feel worse. As for demand, all I can say is having used weed for 52 years, I have seen steadily I've seen supply steadily improve and and, pr- and prices steadily decrease over that period of time. At this moment, it's annoying I have to wait. It's a, it feels annoying if I have to wait more than 15 minutes for a bag. Thanks for the interview and feel free to ask any follow-ups that come to mind. Boom. All right. So um, he, he, so I, I really appreciate him sort of bought Mr. Newland taking the time to sort of answer questions. You know, he was, he was on vacation while he was answering the questions. I, I appreciate him sort of taking the time away from his vacay and answering the, the questions we had for him. Um, he left me some, um, he, he left me, um, someone else to contact who I might end up contacting in the future um and she's more involved with modern efforts but um he but he's sort of lobbied for them for the past 20 years but the the person that he has um I'm gonna try to contact maybe in the future and we'll we'll hope we'll hopefully revisit this because I feel that we can learn because I mean it's not enough for people like me in Massachusetts to, to be able to legally medicate. I want everyone in, in this country and all, all the other, all the other 40 some states to be able to, to, to do it legally. I mean, it's not enough for, for us in 10 states to be able to legally smoke. I mean, I want, I want all, everyone in the other 40 to be able to do, you know, and, you know, we have to, and that's why I feel it's important. We cover, you know, red states, purple states, everywhere in between, you know, you know, even deep red states, you know, they, they need cannabis and need, they have medical needs just like the people in the legal states. So we're going to continue to cover South Dakota and, and other states as, as they come live, whether it's through decrim or medical or full-blown recreational. Hopefully we can do more of these and hopefully we'll follow up and follow through with even more for you guys. And as, as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends. Peace.